This is the Sea to Sky podcast, weaving through the issues in Sea to Sky country. Welcome to another edition of the Sea to Sky podcast. My name is Marcus. I'm with Darcy. You're in charge of the Community Christmas Cares. Yeah. Well, we've been involved for about 13 years, and I think the director role has been uh, solid last three, four years. This has been going on for many, many years now. Yeah, 38. That's That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's the history? How did it evolve until now? Well, uh, it really started with uh, a bunch of pastors who um, had a pulse on the community and the needs in the community. And there were different groups that were that would like to adopt kids or families in need. And so they would create these hampers, exclusive hampers for one or two different families. So businesses would adopt families. And what they found was, depending on the generosity of those businesses, is where they were at financially some of these families received amazing hampers like over the top and some received hampers that were somewhat mediocre and and less than and so what it created was this have and have not kind of thing going on in the community and some of these because it was a small town a lot of these families knew each other and they would receive these hampers and they would be overjoyed some of them that, that received these amazing hampers and then others received hampers and they would talk to each other and and it created it actually was causing more dissension and Mm. and trouble and competition in the community and so these pastors who had a i think a pretty healthy pulse on kind of what was happening got together and said you know i think there's a better way and so they came up with community christmas care where they would gather the money gather the resources and put hampers together that were more uniform Right. And so, yeah, that's how it started 38 years ago. You know, and, and it's evolved to a point now where it's, everyone, I think, is involved. When I was here originally, before I left 2008, it was it was a big thing. I worked for Mountain FM. We Every year we did the Community Christmas Cares Drive. And I think Mountain FM is doing another one tomorrow at McDonald's. Right. It's, yeah. like it's been a yearly thing. But now it seems like it's, it's bigger and better. And the competition is not necessarily the competition between the hampers, but businesses competing each other about to raise the, more, the most yeah, money. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's like, yeah, the competition is inverse to the point who can give the most. You know, we, we've kind of had some ideas around friendly competition but it's really ramped up this year and it started off with with Megs Aaron got on on the air and I was there that morning and he challenged I think uh, Brandy at Watershed and Watershed you know challenged Mark at Backcountry and Mm -hmm. so it went on and on from there and so that's been really cool to see that kind of friendly competition in the community and I think how that impacts the community is definitely it helps our bottom line but also, there's a lot of newcomers in, in town that really aren't familiar with community Christmas care and the history that we have in the community. And so these newcomers who frequent these spots, now they get to be involved. And it creates a sense of, I think, unity and ownership, right? These new folks come into the community and they, they want to be involved. And uh, there's a real excitement around it. Yeah, and, and we participated actually at Meg's 99 Community Christmas event. It was Saturday. I own a business called Happy Mess, and we were there face painting all the kids oh, that nice, came for nice. free, and we did all these things. And kudos to Diane just running around, just basically getting oh, this totally. thing going. And she's like, yeah, we're going to challenge everybody. This is going to be nuts. It's going to be insane. Yeah. And taking it to a whole new level. And yeah. it's, it's fun to see. And it translates into big things for you in terms of you know more resources to give to the people in town. Yeah, it was amazing last year. Aaron, uh, I think Diane actually came up with the idea um, she pitched it to, to Aaron and Aaron got on board I was able to attend that event last year and uh, I think they raised like 
three grand or 3,500 bucks. I mean, just the vibe in the place was pretty amazing. And it was one of those things that we didn't anticipate as a team. We kind of had in our mind what we needed to raise that year. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, comes these these new people into the community Mm -hmm. who found out who we are and what we're about. And it resonated with Diane. And of course, Aaron got involved and he was like totally stoked about it. And so out of the blue, we get to be to receive the the spoils of their their vision, but also creates excitement and ownership for their team. Now they're involved. And now because of their excitement, I mean, it's like a ripple effect. It's now impacted a number of other businesses and people. It's become fun. The challenge is fun. Yeah. You know, the challenge to give and the challenge to, you know, brings joy to the season. It helps people, you know, become more involved in the community and directing competition the right way is is, is great. Yeah. Now, the question is when you get all that competition and you get all, all, all the money and all, all the resources, the challenge for you now, there's more for you to handle. Yeah, I mean, it's um, what we usually need to raise, and it's been the same for the last probably the last ten years that I've been involved. Is the mark is around seventy grand? That's what we need to raise. That's what that's our operation costs to put hampers. Uh, last year, I think we raised uh, we we put together three hundred hampers. The year before, it was four hundred and fifty. Uh, so the community is in flux. Mm-hmm. Um, a number of families who probably called Squamish home for 20, 30, 40 years have since moved. There is transition. Mm-hmm. So there's this new influx of people from Vancouver moving into town. And so it'll be interesting this year to see our, is the number of hampers that we, we need to put together, is it going to be the same, 300? Or is it going to be back to that 450 mark. Have you seen but, a systematic decline or has it been just up and down? Just ebb and flow, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So last year was 150 hampers less than the previous year. Right. But who knows what this year is going to be, what this year is going to bring. Uh, but regardless, we want to take that money and we want to spend it. And so we always keep a little bit in our kitty so we can start right out of the gate every year because we do all our bulk purchasing. That's the best thing people often ask us, what what goes the furthest? What do we need? Right. Well, cash goes the furthest because the deals that we get buying bulk from Nestor's and Save-On and, and the grocery stores far exceeds what your dollar brings when you go into those grocery, grocery right. stores and pick up. Right? right. So so dollar, cash, gifts, donations go the furthest. So whatever we raise, we put those put that into hampers with food, non-perishable food and toys. In fact, enough enough food and toys to help a family survive and do well um, through the Christmas season, right? So that brings us a lot of joy, knowing that these are considerable size hampers. And so when you ask people for, like, for example, Mountain FM is going to be at McDonald's uh, tomorrow morning, uh, you're asking for cash donations. And of course, there'll be challenges there too. Every every year there's challenges. But are you looking for toys or uh, uh, is particular or is there any certain gifts you would rather see than others because of the hampers or because of the deals you have? Just not because you're being particular or picky. It's yeah. because, you know, you want to be able to maximize the, the money you're getting. So you, everyone gets, you know, what you're saying, a uniform hamper. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. It's always a, uh, it's always a fun event. And I think tomorrow, all the businesses that have been doing this friendly competition are going to be unveiling uh, the amounts that they raised. So so tomorrow morning, we find out actually who gets to punk who on Meg's sign. So that'll be pretty fun. Um, I think they all did really well. As far as non-perishable food, we're looking for food that will provide a good, healthy meal out of the can for a family. Right. So let's say a single mom has kids and trying to provide a good, healthy meal, quick meal for those kids. Right. So anything like a 
a hearty soup or a chili, something like that Mm -hmm. really goes a long way. Um, Of course, pastas goes a long way and and rice and that kind of thing. We have, we get a lot of donations of craft dinner and craft (laughs) dinner. I mean, I don't know if you were in college or university. Oh, yes. Some of us lived on craft dinner. Yes. My my youngest thinks it's soup. We walked into a store and there was a big display. She goes, I want my cheese soup. Exactly. Not soup, but okay. (laughs) Um, We are seeing a, a slight shift. A lot of families are thinking about health and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and providing any noodles and those kind of things is uh, maybe a substitute for craft dinner. But um, all those things go a long way, right? It just helps a single mom, single parent uh, provide a quick meal and it's out of, out of sight, out of mind. And, the, you know, the kids and the family can kind of fend for themselves for a bit. So that that provides uh, a parent just even some, some downtime where they don't have to always be on cooking another meal. So right. If people, when they think about non-perishable food and what they're going to donate, let's let's think about that mm-hmm. and what can we provide that's going to provide some good nourishment and a, a pretty decent instant meal. Right. And, yeah. and toys and clothing. Yeah. And so toys, clothing this year on our applications, we actually had some blank. We put some, because we needed sizes. Mm-hmm. In the last number of years, people would give us clothing, and but we had no idea who was receiving those. Of course, we had ages, right. but we had no idea. What, what sizes they? I was so a big this boy. Year, yeah. I was a big boy. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So, so this year we have sizes, and hopefully we'll be able to pinpoint clothing a little bit better. We want to provide hampers that aren't just large hampers, but hampers that that fit that family's needs as specifically as we can, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't want that stuff to now be given away or tossed or what have you, right? So, clothing goes a long way. Toys, we are seeing a shift in the community. I think probably demographics changing so we're seeing more higher quality toys i think people are more aware that they don't want toys just to end up in the landfill in six weeks and we do see that request of kids wanting lego wanting playmobil wanting stuff that's going to last right Mm -hmm. so if people are purchasing toys to think about those kind of things is this a purchase that my own family would enjoy is this a purchase that isn't going to end up in the landfill right away is this is this going to engage their minds puzzles maybe or their creative Mm -hmm. artistic side so so think about that but cash is always king Cash is always king. <laughs> so if I want to make donations, where, where can I make donations? Our website's really thorough. So communitychristmascare.com. And in there, there's a list of where you can drop off your donations. So Squamish Savings is a place where you can go and it'll get deposited directly into our account. Uh, you can go to Squamish. Uh, the Chief takes donations as well. And something that we've done different this year is that we've broken Squamish up into different zones. And then there's key drop-offs in each zone. So on our website lists all those drop-offs. So that's where you can drop off toys, non-perishable food. Some of those zones, some of those locations don't take cash. We don't cash. We don't want cash just going anywhere. But it lists on the website where to drop off cash. But Squamish Savings is probably the best. What about e-transfers? Can we do e-transfers this year? Uh, we have talked about <laughs> e-transfers as a team. Um, I think we are actually instituting e-transfer. You have to check the website for that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, under donation. Yeah. It's just everyone's so stuck to their devices Everybody, now. Yeah. yeah. Any last words of wisdom to the community to get out there and help? Any uh, any friendly advice? To- yeah, on our website, you'll see uh, a volunteer tab, and we're using uh, Calendilly app where whatever day you want to volunteer your time, mm-hmm. um, all that is on the on our website. So fill that in, and we'd love to see you, particularly on packing day is a lot of fun at the warehouse, 
and uh, delivery day is always a great experience as what, well. What time is when is packing day? So packing day both times are nine a.m. the nineteenth of right. December, and okay. then delivery day is the twentieth. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for your time, and yeah, uh, thank and you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a big response, and let's see what the big unveiling is uh, tomorrow at McDonald's, and uh, hopefully we get another great successful year. At the I'm sure we will. It's an amazing community, so generous. This is the Sea to Sky podcast. If you have a comment or story ideas, please check out our website at seataskypodcast.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Sea to Sky Podcast. Thank you for clicking us on.